162 games of the baseball season and winter comes along just to end it. So the annual problem for a baseball fan is finding a good way to watch it. Like maybe going to the park or watching on TV or just catching the highlights. Watching Gary Sanchez strike out a hundred times or seeing Judge hit a bomb. Bang! Bogart's making plays, Rafi hitting nukes, or Barnes blowing a save. Arguing with your friend, making dumb bets, or complaining about your team again. As you can tell, there's a whole lot of stuff to hear before winter comes again. Come on, y'all. So chill with us, cause Gamby and Beal are gonna say it all. So chill with us, cause Gamby and Beal are gonna say it all. Manfred! Gamby and Beal are making a podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the Yank Your Socks Off podcast. I am one of your hosts, the Yankee fan of this podcast. But today's episode, as always, is the Team Bealdella podcast. It's week four recap and a week five preview. And today we got a special treat. We have Justin Pod Dr. Kaplan, our commissioner of the league, um, here with us today. Uh, but first, Beal, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How about you, Gamby? As always, thank you, Beal. You're such a such a sweetheart. I am doing very, very fine. I actually got a day off today, which was pretty oh, nice because, nice well, not so nice. The weather, it was because of the weather, a lot of f- f- coastal flooding. Um, and again, our uh, thoughts and prayers are with, with those affected by Hurricane Ian, which swept through the southeastern United States. Um, but without further ado, let's get into happier talk. Let's talk about fantasy football. Justin, as commissioner of this league, do you think it's fair that you just absolutely fleece the worst team in the league? Um, I would like you to elaborate on that. Well, you know, you make – we have an open, open waiver wire um, – as, as everybody knows who's listened to the podcast, which means at 3, 3 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesdays, it's a free-for-all in the morning. And, and, and you just traded away a player you picked up in Jeff Wilson, um, who is starting um, because Elijah Mitchell is hurt, and who doesn't catch many passes. He's not on a very dynamic offense in the Niners. Debo Samuel is a better running back than he is. And you trade him straight up. For Adam Thielen. Now, don't get me wrong. Thielen's a little old, but a much better player in his own right and a much better fantasy player than that of Jeff Wilson. So just let me, how did you get this deal done? Was there some shenanigans behind the scenes or was it, did you just catch Gilman at the right time? Because he really needs a running back. Yeah. Um, so I would like to first note that for those listening, 
the 3 a.m. waiver wire is godsend. Um, <laughs> I think I think it really just separates the boys from the men. Um, waiver wires are stupid. Um, you, you gotta you gotta always do it first come first serve because that's that's how life is. You know, it's first come first serve. So, anyways, um, in regards to that. Yeah, Gilman is uh, 0-4 after this week, after a very, very porous performance. Um, I don't even think he got to 100 points, and he lost both of his running backs. Um, so it's very unfortunate for him. And it kind of just worked out in the sense that, you know, I have a plethora of running backs that I, uh, half of them I've stolen from the waiver wire, as for mentioned. And um, he's got a bunch of wide receivers that are just sitting on his bench. So um, essentially – we kind of just, you know, we were, we were trying to make different deals. Originally, I was trying to go for Keenan Allen, but we were getting out. Um, you know, couldn't really value uh, CEH the way that that I had planned. So we kind of just talked smaller and kind of worked that through. So he ended up getting his uh, 49ers running back back after, um, you know, he missed him out on the waiver wall. So I kind of just got Adam Thielen for uh, – very low price and it worked out but uh for both sides i think it was kind of a fair trade yeah you do mention that uh i I think in his circumstances losing javante williams for the season now um his running back depth is jonathan taylor who might be out this week um and then elijah mitchell is the only other guy on his roster and he's also hurt so yeah, he's in dire straits. And now that you mentioned that, maybe I'll try to give him a running back for, for I a would. solid wideout. Uh, we'll try our luck, right, Beal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll give it a shot. I mean, why, there's why no not? point in not trying. Exactly, exactly. Now, Beal. I, I do want to piggyback on Justin's comment uh, about that, that Tuesday morning deadline. I, I love it because, I, I mean, like if you – if you're able to get up at 3 a.m. and snag someone off the board who's really good, you should get props for that. Like, you should be able to flip that player for something. So, I mean, you know, I, I think that was well said and well put. Uh, I, I think we are the two teams between Biodella and uh, Justin's team that really take advantage of that deadline every year. So, I mean, we all appreciate it, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we haven't gotten any complaints so far um, from my end as a league commissioner. And, you know, like I said, I mean, there's just so many benefits to it. Um, you know, it's 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 tough for some people to wake up, but, you know, that's why we have alarms. And you could always just wake up and then go back to sleep and you got the guy at it from, that, from the waiver wire. So you don't have to – there's no delay. You get the guy on your team and, and it's all said and done. I, I love it and Bill loves it. So um, it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. And it, it's it's nice for us in Team Bieldella that we kind of get to go. It's, go. it's nice for me in Team Bieldella yes. because Gandy <laughs> wakes up most of the weeks. <laughs> well, that's because you have a you have a wedding coming up, and and you need your beauty sleep to look good on your wedding day. So that post that's... wedding post wedding, I'll be doing it. All right, bet bet. Yeah. But to be honest. You you bring up the sleep. It actually helps me sleep a little bit better knowing I got the player that I wanted. And it makes me sleep a little bit calmer instead of having to, to wait for the waiver wire. So I will Honestly, say that it, it, it definitely has its perks. 
Yeah, and honestly, there's nothing like waking up at 3 a.m. to an alarm and thinking, like, you have to wake up, but then, like, realizing you got a couple more hours. So that's nice, too. That is true. That is true. Usually it's because I have to take a piss, but, um, (laughs) uh, yeah. (laughs) You just clocked your (laughs) midnight pee to happen at 3 a.m. on Tuesday. Exactly. No alarm alarm needed. It's, It's pure efficiency. There you go. All right. So Justin, I had you on earlier before the season started and we actually talked about Gilman's team. So now that you, you made a trade with him, um, we, we said out of the teams last year to not make the playoffs, Gilman was one of them. Uh, Jordan's team was another will will Dean's team was another. And I think it was Jack Veary's team last year that all fell short. And you said you were confident enough to take Gilman versus the field out of those guys. Are you still that confident? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to. Um, I'm gonna have to change change sides on this one. <laughs> okay. Um, is it too late to change my answer? <laughs> no, no, no. Please, it, it, it's 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 welcome. It's welcome. Yeah. I, um, I, yeah. I had mentioned Jordan's team as a sleeper, and you kind of scoffed at it early on. Um, Jordan's team sitting at two and one looks like he's gonna go fall. To you, I think this I be, week. I beat him this. I beat yes. him this week with Kamara in my lineup, not playing in the London game. Yeah, I just, I just want to mention that. I, right, and uh, I I don't want to change anything right now. Did you miss an side. alarm? What, what? What? Yes. Did you? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you just did. Um, you forgot about the I mean, London was, game. So I don't want to say I forgot about it, um, but you know, it kind of, it definitely did, like slip away from my mind the fact that Kamara was questionable I didn't realize that there was more doubt than there than I guess there was more doubt than I guess I thought there was in him not playing I didn't really make it a priority to to wake up super early the morning before to check it turns out they didn't really let you know until eight o'clock before a nine thirty game which is kind of ridiculous in itself but I wasn't waking up and I woke up at like 1030, realized, oh, shoot, this game had started. Look at my lineup and see, oh, Kamara's ruled out. That's great. But so. But you won anyways. So the, the luck it worked continues. Out, yeah. It worked uh, out. Yeah. I, I had the same issue in another one of my leagues. I did not wake up before 930 on Sunday. And so that really screwed me over. And then I thought for a couple hours, uh, you know, during the day yesterday into today, actually, about why in the world they have those games at 930 because like I mean it's what 330 in uh in London when they play those games but like why can't they just play the game at seven and it'll line up perfectly with the one o'clock games like it, it doesn't make any sense to me you could just play it at seven at a normal prime time you know football time and it, it, it line up with the early game so I I uh, am in a strict rebellion against the the 9:30 games. Uh, also, if they want people to watch that game specifically and have it at 9:30 so that they watch it and they get football more global, why are why do they have it just on NFL Network? I mean, shouldn't it be nationally televised if we're trying to spread football globally? But that that's just another thing that that confuses me with the London game. But feel that's an excellent point. It, it could just be another game in the slate of the red zone games at one o'clock. So, all right. So Justin, right back to you uh, and continuing on this point with, with regards to Gilman, 
it is time to switch, I think, with him being 0-4 in dire straits because of injuries. Out of those three other teams that didn't make the playoffs last year in Jordan's team, Jack's team, and Will's team, who do you think is most likely to make the playoffs this year? Uh, now, so now that I'm looking at the teams, um, I, I feel like I, I should just go with the team that I feel like has the most – the most guys I feel like um and and I'm gonna I'm gonna choose Jordan on this one um I don't really love his bench but he does have a couple of guys that are able to make impact so overall his team is is pretty well balanced um you know like I mentioned Josh Allen he's he's making a case for himself as MVP um and then he's got two great running backs one emerging and uh Damian Pierce on a on a Godforsaken Tex- Texans offense, but he's finding ways. And then Nick Chubb always, always making a case for himself, which I'm kicking myself for passing on him. But that's another story. And then you know his his wide receiver core is also pretty pretty solid with Jamar Chase, Pittman, and now like a emerging Olave. So and then you know Darren Waller, and he's got a lot of options in the flex with Lockett, Brees Hall, uh, a rookie. And I mean Allen Robinson now, but you know Brendan Ayuk, he so he he's good, he, he's he's got a decent team, you know he's he's got to fix the the QB two situation, but Derek Carr will will be fine, will be sufficient for we, some weeks. So I'm gonna say he finishes over 500 and and makes playoffs with whatever seed. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I'm going to stick with Jordan's team when it comes to those talking about those four teams. And I think with Will, is he he's not a waiver wire champion. Um, and some it, it just feels like he, he fades throughout the season and he comes up just short. But I think he has got a good team as well with T. Higgins, Tyreek Hill, Brady and Cousins, and Derrick Henry. That, that's, I mean, the, and Mark Andrews. Those are some, those are some dudes as well. Uh, but moving, moving on, um, we, we talked a little bit about some of the, the better teams in this league, but there's only one undefeated remaining. Um, and I think he's the favorite to take home the league other than us, other than team Bealdella, of course, right, Beal? There's no way we lose this, right? No shot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Blind confidence is the best confidence to have, but Justin, let me ask you other than Justin Torres, team. Uh, who is riddled with talent up and down the roster. And he just put up over 200 points this week. What do you think looking at his team? Do you think what, what is his weakness? What do you think could bring him down in the long run? Yeah. The only thing that I, I can really see as a problem with this team is, is the QB two, And you, you gotta mention, you got, you gotta always mention quarterbacks in the two QB league. Um, it's it's not as much of a as a factor in in one quarterback leagues because there's always options on the waiver wire. But you know when you're in a two QB league and you only have a total of three QBs on your team and one of them can't even throw for 150 yards on any given week with Justin Fields, um, he's relying on Daniel Jones to to put up 15 plus points every every week and. That's just not going to happen every week with Daniel Jones. Um, that's not the type of guy he is. Um, so I think that's his weakness. But other than that, pheno- phenomenal position players. Jalen Hurts is, is phenomenal. Um, 
he's he's I can't really see him him losing anytime soon. Yeah, the I, the man has Chris Godwin as his uh as his uh wide receiver four at the moment. So that 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 kind of says a lot. Yeah, he's absolutely loaded, but he could solve all. We we talked about the open waiver wire at three a.m. Kenny Pickett just took over for Mitch Trubisky over there in, in Steelers land. And I know you know this as a big Steelers fan. Um, at 3 a.m., all of his problems could be could be solved. I, I think he'll be up, and I think he'll be ready to pick up Pickett. I do, I do want to say that I know that there are a couple other teams that are going to be looking at him. So if he, if he gets him, that's huge for him. I myself, I will make this very clear right now, and I'm not going to go – go back on my word. I'm not going for him. Uh, with my current situation, I have more than enough quarterbacks at the moment. I, I have, I have Dak Prescott on my IR, so I'm waiting for him to make a return. I don't know what I'm going to get from him, but quarterbacks not my issue, but you know, for the teams that are going for him, good luck and may, may the best man win. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I would be going for him, but this week, you know, Beal, do you, do you think I, – I don't, I don't know. I don't want to rest on our loyals, laurels here because you had predicted this week, Beal, for us to absolutely blow out a team and, and yeah. win by 80 points. And yeah. we're, we almost did that. We could still do that after this Monday. Jimmy's Monday. still playing. Jimmy yeah. is still playing. And, and we decided our lineup with a coin flip going with Jimmy Garoppolo over Ryan Tannehill this week. Um I have not yet looked at next week. Uh, do you have a coin coin ready for you on on the ready? Per uh, chance? Give me a second. Yep, it's on the ready. Okay, so we have another coin flip situation here. I think uh, with Ryan Tannehill going up against the Commanders in Washington, or Zach Wilson at home against Miami. Now Zach oh, Wilson boy. put on a show in his his debut. So we're gonna flip a coin here, Justin. Please, please. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Who am I picking? Oh, I don't know. I would pick Tannehill. You would pick Tannehill. Yeah. Wow. Would you pick Tannehill as well, Justin? Do you want to weigh in on this? I think I want to pick Zach Wilson. Okay. Wow. The I... Dolphins. The Dolphins have been in like multiple shootouts. That is true, but they're without Tua. Yeah, but it doesn't make their defense any better. That's They're still true. a <laughs> shitty defense. So maybe they won't be in a shootout, but they might be in a blowout. That's true. That's true. All right. So, Beal, heads here is Ryan Tannehill again. We'll, we'll keep him as heads. And I tail- hate to go away from Tannehill because he's my dude, but like I kind of like <laughs> Zach Wilson here. And, and tails is Zach Wilson. Before we flip, Justin, do you, do you have a, a say either way here? We're not playing uh, my, you next week, so I know, I know. My say is that go wrong with either Tannehill or Zach Wilson for next week, so I think you're in a good spot. All right, so let's flip the coin, Beal, because this all right this this worked for us this week. All right, we got heads as a head of a quarter, um, <laughs> and then tails is again uh, the wonderful state of Utah, the crossroads of the West, and there's a train. Beautiful. It's made in 2007, just so everybody knows. Yep. Yep. All right. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. 
It is Tails for Utah. Tails for Utah. Tails never fails. Tails wins again. That means... Wait a second. What? Zach Wilson is from Utah. Oh, my God. He played for BYU. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. (laughs) It's meant to be. We're going with Zach Wilson. We're going with Utah. We're going with the state of the BYU Cougars um, and the Cougar lover himself, Zach Wilson. Uh, back, back to the show, <laughs> back to the show. I cannot believe that worked out, but Justin, before, before you leave, uh, once again, thank you for coming on. Um, I know taking time out of your, out of your busy schedule is, is not easy and it, already having the commissioner chops on your, on your resume, um, doesn't make your life any easier. Cause you got to deal with all of us, you know, other people in your league complaining about the way you run the league and just you run a you run a beautiful league i just want to say that it, sometimes complaining sometimes people complaining people just like to complain i think that's in our human nature um but you do an excellent job so after just buttering you up um this this leads me to the final segment of of today's podcast if we're going to pick each other's teams apart right and and say the one thing we don't like about each other's teams what would that be i'll let you go first um before before i roast some of the picks you've made and some of the moves you've made um but you you can go first for sure um yeah um you know as it as it as it lies right now um your running backs are kind of a joke to me Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I think yeah. that's your, the entire running back position. I think is your is your team's weakness. Uh, love love Kels. Uh, he's he's holding down the tight end spot for you. That's fast. And and you know Kyler Murray as a as a realistic quarterback, not much to talk about, but he puts up the fantasy numbers, and that's really all that matters. Uh, yeah. So you know, got great wide receivers. So uh, I'm I'm just gonna leave it there. That's it. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you for your candid, candid response. Beal, do you have anything to say in response to that? Um, no, no, he's right. <laughs> the, running back, the running back situation is ass. Damn it. I, I thought you were going to have a good one-liner to come back. Yeah, Justin, <laughs> you are right. That is that is a very, very avid um avid take on your part the one thing about your team that i think is your fault is is that you you took cam Akers over nick chubb and i don't think i'm ever gonna let you down on that um also you're you hype yourself up on being the coach of the year but and and making splendid moves and and putting the right guys in the lineup but you left camara in i mean getting up at 9 30 is, <laughs> is not that hard I, I I know you're still technically in college, I guess, getting your getting your master's degree, but I, oh doctorate. All right, I, I'm sorry. All the more reason okay. you should be it's up okay. before nine thirty. Um, but other than that, you have a solid team. I really wanted the Packers defense at last last week's uh, three a.m. deadline. I think they have a nasty defense, and I'd be willing to just trade for that defense. I that's how good I think that defense is. Um, but before, uh, 
one more last thing before we go. Uh, we were talking trades a little bit before getting on the sh- getting on the show earlier in the day. Um, I had a day day off, as I said earlier, so I had time to think about fantasy football pretty much as much as I wanted to today. Um, you wanted a, a wide out. Do you still want a wide out after getting Adam Thielen, or, or you're not? You're off that trail. You're off the trade the trade tr- train right now. Yeah, I got to say I'm I'm probably off the trade train right now because uh you know, I I'm just a little disgusted in Gabe Davis at the moment. Um that's that's where that's where I'm at right now. You know, yeah. I'm disgusted in Kamara too, but you know, I still feel like there's better days for him ahead there has to be. Um but you know, for Gabe Davis, like you I mentioned this when I came on the first time and I thought Gabe Davis was my best draft pick and I'm just I'm absolutely disgusted in him right now. So, um I, I I couldn't I couldn't leave my team with him being my 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 first first line of defense after my first three guys, so I ha- I had to do something to upgrade the wide receiver position, and I feel as though I did I did such with uh, Adam Thielen, so I'm I'm okay right now, but yeah, you know I'm just disgu- yeah. I'm disgusted in in Gabe Davis, and I I can't I can't describe well, it any better than I have. If you're so disgusted in him, you could just hand him over to us. We'll treat him very kindly we'll nurture him and and hopefully he's absolutely he... on the market he's absolutely on the market okay all right I, what is the lowest you would take for him because obviously we don't want to give you the best offer in the world no I, I completely get that uh i mean i'm fine with having him ride on my bench so i don't want to give him for absolutely nothing but that's fair that's fair uh we we can discuss this uh, off off the screen but would a guy would <laughs> Would I mean we're absolutely disgusted with Travis Etienne, and I know you said you might drop him, but he's still on a pretty solid offense, and he catches a lot of passes. He hasn't been that involved in the offense yet. Still coming back from that ACL injury last year, um, but our our I mean our clock is ticking on Travis Etienne with with being fed up with him. I, I don't. Can we get a swap done there, or would I have to add? Would we have to add in something else? No, that that's that's just not happening. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, Etn. Etn. I don't think would would be rostered on my team. I'd rather have Rashad Penny, in, okay. in a thousand different ways. But you know, there there could be better days for Etn. There could be better days for Gabe Davis. Um. He's just not living up to my expectations. But you know, he's he's still he's still one of the one of the top options on one of the best NFL offenses. So. You know, it could be his his ankle, but you know, we'll 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 have to see what happens. Yeah. All right, Beal. Do you have anybody you're willing to get rid of? Anybody else other than Etn that you want to just throw off of our squad? I mean, you took my favorite option there because uh, <laughs> Clemson sucks, and I hate Etn. I don't know why we even drafted him. Um, but I mean, if I were to have to pick one. I have a I have a long running list of players who I hate. It's not very difficult for me to be a little bit biased. Yes, um, I know that because well. yeah, I, I mean, there's there's a circle of trust. You see, like you you need to gain that trust from me in order to have it. Um, and Etn absolutely doesn't have it. Okay. Uh, I would say additionally. I don't know. Rashad Bateman's kind of pissing me off. 
Week <laughs> one and two, fine. He scored, but I mean, come on, like you're gonna put up a, a six pointer and then and then beat yourself with a four point seven. It, that can't happen on our team. That's not the Bealdello way. No, um, it is not. He's finding himself out of the circle of trust, <laughs> and uh, I'm just not happy with it at all. All right, that's fair. Would Would you take Bateman from us, Kaplan? After that note, yeah. Oh wow, him. wow. Okay, I I don't know if Gabe Davis is the the answer in a straight up swap that way. Um. But but we can we can get on the right right foot that that, that way. Thank you thank you, Beal. Um, would, would you would you take Bateman for Davis straight up, Beal? Yeah. Wow, Justin, would you take that? There's a good chance that he's questionable now, but you know it doesn't seem like it's it's that bad. Wow. So, okay, we might we might have a live deal on our hands right now. Um, usually. We make a trade with you every year, um, Justin, and we it ends up biting us in the in the foot every single year. You get the better of us. So hopefully that we're doing this live on a podcast that it it reverses course this year. And and maybe the flip of a coin on this podcast, flipping on Utah for the BYU Cougar himself, Zach Wilson. Maybe that maybe the stars are aligning for us here, here, Beal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really, I really feel something, something cooking. All right, Justin, we'll we'll talk more. We'll we'll you know write up the paperwork on the deal, um, on the trade, on the fantasy trade. Uh, thank you again for coming on. Is there anything you wanted to add before uh, before we logged off of today's podcast? No, um, yeah, it was here. Thank you for having me again. Always a pleasure. Yeah, anytime, anytime, Pod Doctor. You're always welcome. Um, good luck in your studies and good luck in, in fulfilling the Pod Doctor name. Thank um, you. And I do and I do want to mention that uh Jeff Wilson just got rid of just scored a twenty something yard touchdown. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well maybe maybe you didn't get you didn't fleece him after all. Pretty fair trade. In, in and it looks all, like it was thirty the, yards. Wow, that's a bomb. Well, I'm glad he didn't have him this week to play against us because we absolutely beat up on Gilman. Um, so maybe maybe when you see Gilman down the line, it'll uh, it'll help him. But you know, you never know with fantasy. It always it usually comes down to how healthy your team is and how lucky you are. Um, but sometimes it is skill. So for sure, keep your eyes open. Love you, brother. Thank you again for coming on. Um, yeah. And as always, we love you guys to you who are listening. Um, enjoy your sunsets, your sunrises, your brunches, your lunners, um, and Beal as always take us out. Clemson makes really shitty football players. Mm-hmm.